an early, you know how to talk to people. You're doing all the things that, shoot, I even had to learn like later down the line. So I respect that a lot. So I want to help you in any way I can. And then of course, thank just you, anybody man. else around. So the respect is mutual, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Everybody. Welcome to uh, Evolving Minds Podcast. Uh, today, we got a special, a very special guest on, Austin Carroll, uh, founder of uh, the Ace Grind Health and Wellness Company. Um, do you want to just, do you want to just explain sure. everything yourself? Like, go ahead. You <laughs> I got you. Get off from here. I got you. First of all, I appreciate you for having me on the podcast. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Um, so definitely very honored to be a part of it. Um, so I guess just an introduction to Ace Grind. It's just a health and wellness company that I started back in 2017, and it's grown from that day to now, and it's still growing. But I'm sure we'll get deeper into kind of you know the specifics of it. But it's just my passion, it's my business, um, and what I've been working on since even before I graduated. Yeah, yeah. So now you're going on. This is like the third like year anniversary of it, right? You started yeah. in 2017, May. It's crazy. Right. It's been going on three years, man. That's, cr that's man. crazy. I've known you for about three years. Yeah. So just when it's, I was coming so up, it, you, it's, you really, you really uh, took off with it. Uh, so I it's had based no off, idea what I was doing. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's kind of like, sure. it's kind of based off of fitness, fellowship, fun, and family. Uh, can mm -hmm. you just talk a little bit on that? Sure. So um, I guess... I just added um, the last F, which is family. Like when I first had just the vision for it, it was me just sitting in the crib um, right after, like a day after graduation, just trying to put something like slogan or something together. Um, and so like the business was founded on fellowship. And what I mean by fellowship is um, working with others. Um, so fellowship kind of as a Christian is working, you know, collaborating in kind of that environment but I mean fellowship in fitness for me is just doing it with others and like I came from a sports background so I very rarely was working out by myself or playing basketball by myself like it's so much easier to train with other people and um, so that's where the fellowship came from and I guess it really wasn't until that summer that I looked back to see how important that was to me personally um, the primary reason that I started my business is one of my best friends, his name's Keaton Mack. Um, he actually died in a car accident back in summer 2017 in July. But before that, um, every summer after college, uh, me and him will wake up every morning and train. And it would just yeah. be like, I wake up and call him on FaceTime, wake him up out the bed. He'd do the same thing. But like, I didn't realize how important that was to me in building habits and just getting better as an athlete. Cause that's when I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a basketball player at Eastern, you know that? So I'm trying to grind each summer. I'm trying to get right so I have a good season. But like when you're home in the summer, when you don't have that guidance or have someone to do it with you, it's tough. But um, mm -hmm. he really, just that it was one specific summer that really changed my game. And it was that summer after freshman year. Um, so going into sophomore year, we're in the gym like every day, um, but like, Looking back on that after graduation, I was like, I wouldn't be anywhere near the player I am, or I wouldn't have got stronger. I still would have been a string bean if it wasn't for, you know what I'm saying, being able to go to the gym with my boy each year. Yeah. So it was like, that's what I need. And I feel like other people need that as well. So that's kind of really what jump-started the whole business of, you know, let's just 
bring communities together um, to reach common, you know, fitness and wellness or athletic goals. Dude, that's amazing, man. And that's like, that's like such a big part of uh, like growing, like just as an mm-hmm. individual, like sometimes it's hard to conceptualize uh, what we're doing in the present yeah. and where we want to go and just having that person to man. be accountable to. And for that person to also uh, look for accountability from you. That mutual mutual thing, that two-way street goes, goes like such a long way. And dude, like that's honestly something that I've been, as I'm coming up, just trying to improve upon myself. Not so much uh, like exactly what I'm doing, but just surrounding myself with the people that do have that kind of accountability towards themselves, offering that, what you said, like that kind of fellowship community atmosphere to push other people in the same way. A hundred percent. And bro, like to serve, to serve others like that you're doing like with as much passion as you do. Uh, I mean, like as I'm, as I'm like growing up, I'm kind of like battling the, the, the whole faith question, but mm-hmm. dude, like if I were to consider it anything, it's, it's honestly God's work because some 100%. people, yeah, a hundred percent because some people just don't uh, take that, ca- that accountability for themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, they kind of put their own, uh, like their own well-being and self-care mm-hmm. like to the wayside because of just the chaoticness of life and right. everything. And so, like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I don't want to cut you off, but like you hit it right on the head. Like I've been through that same struggle. I grew up in a Christian family. I was a Seventh-day, well, I am a Seventh-day Adventist. So um, basically what it means simply is I go to church on Saturday or worship on Saturday. But like growing up and when you transition from like the work field to knowing if, you know, your job is your calling because I, you know, I, faith is an important thing to me. So I'm like, is what I'm doing in a line with what I see or what I think, you know, God's plan for my life is. Um, and every time I go back to it, I'm like, how could it not be when the field that I'm in is so genuine, it's all about serving and helping others. And it's just a positive thing. And we're just taking care of our body. So like that kind of gave me the confidence to that gave me the reassurance to be confident in what I was doing and continue to grow that business. And then like, I don't want to make this a complete, like talk about faith type of (laughs) podcast, but like, bro, I won't lie to you. Like when I was questioning whether I should be in a field or something like that, there were so many doors that just were open to me without me searching them. Like just in building Ace Grind and building the brand that it was like, all right, if this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing, like, what else am I supposed to be doing? Cause like opportunity was just coming to my foot, to my feet. And it was just like, it was reassuring. Cause I was like, if it's not supposed to be coming to my feet, then I really don't know what to say. It just felt right. Everything was kind of aligning when I understood that, you know, I was confident that I was doing what my purpose was. So I'm just going to speak on that. Cause personally for me, that's been the most amazing part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I could talk about that forever, but like, most recently, I talked to one of my boys, and you mentioned just like surrounding yourself with, you know, people who have done it or have grown their businesses. And like, just the simple fact that I'm on this podcast with you. Um, so one of one of the people that I look up to that is very into, um, what's it called, like esports and tech and things like that. He's in Atlanta, but we grew up together in Maryland. I called him just to get some business advice and some growth advice. And he gave me a he gave me probably like three or four very valuable tips. This was back in, I think, late February or maybe even early March. Um, And one of those tips was find local publicity 
try to get on a podcast or someone that you can, you know, spread your mission with or, you know, about and just create more of a presence. Literally the next day, um, one of my friends had a friend that had a podcast in Philadelphia and he asked me to be on it. Um, (laughs) And then you reached out to me and it's like, Dude, if this isn't works. what my exactly like if this isn't where i'm supposed to be right now i don't know that's why i was like of course i would love to be a part of this like, <laughs> when that opportunity knocks you just gotta take it that's dude i i roll with the same philosophy it's like yeah. uh it's like dude if you're if you're coming up in the world and and you're trying to really create something and you and you see like the opportunities and the opportunities around you that are kind of aligning with your passions you got to kind of run with them. And the first step yeah. with that is kind of like becoming that hometown hero, so to speak, because once you, once you sort of gain a following in your college or your hometown, or even in your home state, like from there, it's just, it's just up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because 100%. then then your community becomes, instead of this like small secular kind of thing, it becomes this sort of like statewide or mm-hmm. countywide or. You realize your impact is a lot bigger. Yeah, totally, man. Totally. So like, just how do you, how do you inspire your clients and others to grow and improve their well, well, well-being? Um, I guess the first and most important thing is understanding that everyone is different and, um, every day is different for those clients. Um, and everyone's fitness goals are different. Um, and Mm -hmm. I changed, like when I first started the business in 2017, it was fitness and wellness. I was an athlete. I only wanted to train athletes. I wanted to be the next sports performance coach. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to know, you know, the coolest, the most latest techniques to make you the best, most elite athlete. Like that's who I wanted to be. And over these, this course of three years, I've had a bunch of different jobs from being strictly personal training to corporate fitness. Now I'm heavy into the wellness side. But what I've learned through that is like, you know, achieving a healthier lifestyle is the ultimate goal for a lot of these clients. Most of the time as a personal trainer, you're not going to get only the athlete client, um, but you have an opportunity to make more of an impact in that person that needs it probably a little more than working with the athlete who has coaches and trainers and friends and people like that. So I guess, you know, meeting those clients that just need you know, the personal training session or the training session as an outlet in their day, an outlet for self-care, understanding that, you know, you might not achieve that goal today, but me taking time to realize what they need in that moment is, I guess, the step towards inspiring them, having them have it feel more like a, a you know, a, a, a friend process. or exactly like this is your long-term goal, but today you just worked eight hours. Um, you got kids at home stressing you out you got you know family members going through things so today we just need to focus on this to make sure your mind state is right so that we can crush it the next day um it's just treating people like people to keep them engaged in their goal going forward it doesn't mean that because we didn't do you know an intense workout today we can't do that tomorrow it's what do you need in this moment so just treating each individual as an individual taking time to understand how they're motivated is the easiest way for me to kind of inspire them, I guess. Yeah. And bro, that's, that, that hits the nail on the head too. Like when just talking about happiness, because uh, two of the, two of like the immediate things that bring happiness to people's lives usually are investing into other people 
mm. and investing into yourself because yeah. as much as as much as you put into yourself and other people you're going to you're going to get out of those relationships and you're going to feel better about yourself the more you invest in yourself yeah 100% uh, and dude even through exercise and everything just uh just like you said working 8 hours a day and then logging on with you on like an online class for 30 <laughs> minutes that it it takes some sort of resiliency and dedication yes. to put that extra time in you know mm-hmm. and um it's just it's just an amazing thing to and to teach it yeah. like you do through fitness it's one of like the things that I even preach in in my own life because I feel like as hard as I can push through a workout that's how hard I can push through yeah. uh, different adversities through life you know for sure I got a I got a quote actually I want you to I want you to think about maybe and and respond on maybe okay um it's from it's from uh Buddha I think actually said if I'm not mistaken uh he says when the student is ready uh the teacher arrives mm. so how do you how do you take into account that like that key concept maybe somebody is approaching maybe because they don't have maybe the best habits right or they're very used to um having immediate gratification yeah. in life or how do you how do you account for that key concept i like that quote a lot um cuz immediately i think i can respond from two different perspectives um with being the teacher and working with someone else i think that immediately i think that being ready kind of equates to a self evaluation or self realization like you know if you're looking for immediate gratification or you know i'm a basketball coach as well so i'll use that as an example you're an athlete like when you're trying to communicate with an athlete um, what their actual goal is and what they think is keeping them from that goal, um, once they can understand the steps or, you know, be humble enough to look within and figure out instead of worrying about what everyone else is doing to keep it from that goal or what the coach is doing or what the circumstances are doing, and then you focus on what you can actually improve, then the coach can help you on those parts of your game that you want to improve to achieve that goal. So basically being able to look within and figure out what it is you actually need. um, That's how you'll be able to be ready. And then you can actually take, you know, being taught, I guess. Um, But I think the more interesting perspective is for me personally, um, because you know, you learn lessons through your, your walk of life, but, it's easy to ignore signs too in your daily walks of life. Like I've learned lessons over these last three years, but probably could have learned them sooner if I would just take the signs and really look within for certain things. Um, So a heavy topic that I'm on right now is just like self-care and taking care of yourself. I've been in so many job situations or just phases in my life where it's like, I feel like I'm taking care of myself. I feel like I'm giving myself enough time, but I'm really not. And then I ended up reaping those, you know, consequences yeah. in kind of a negative way. And until I really sit down and slow down and be like, yo, Austin, you ain't doing enough for yourself to really guard your mental state. Um, once I was able to realize that, then I was able to figure out where I needed to make change. Um, so I'll, I hope that wasn't too confusing, but I like that. No, quote. that's a, that's a, that's a great way to put it. And that kind of goes back. Uh, it kind of goes to like this topic of topic of uh, like kind of uh, behavior and like, uh, delayed gratification mm. and immediate gratification. Like, you know, working out immediately, it kind yeah. of sucks. Like you got to, it, it's, it's sweat, sometimes blood, like, you know, you never know. And uh, you wake up in the morning, you feel sore and 
you look in the mirror, you don't look, you don't look any different. Yeah. It takes two, two weeks, to a month, maybe even to, to start seeing the results. Oh yeah. It's much easier for immediate gratification to take over. Mm-hmm. You eat a donut, you go sit on the couch, you watch some TV. It's a great you're time. Feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're feeling real good about yourself. Yeah. Now that's why I respect the fitness industry so much is because it's like, you got to look for different sources of gratification through that process. Cause you ain't going to lose them five pounds yeah. a day, but it's like in this workout, what did you do better than your last workout? If it's day one, you started, you feel me? Yeah. Like you did better than not, you know, sitting on the couch and eating that donut. So it's like, as a trainer, being able to figure out those areas and through a training session and communicate that to, you know, your client or whoever you're working with, that's another way, going back to your other question on how to inspire. It's like, you know, today it just might be the win from our workout is, um, shoot, you were able to touch your toes when we were stretching. Like, as a, like as, when you're trying to inspire people, you got to yeah. seek out those little pieces of positivity. Uh, like a week ago you weren't you couldn't touch your toes now you yeah can. like this is this is just pro it's baby steps yeah you gotta take that, something to keep going yeah keep it's that compounding it's that compounding effect yeah. too it's like you got to be able to take those small wins and, and feed those and have those as the fuel for Facts. for the next the next step going forward Facts. it's and all bro, your like, perspective and like another another tough like a tough subject is even like mental health and addiction and stuff like that and it's so it's so mm-hmm. easy to it's so easy to get that immediate gratification from uh like like going out having a few beers right. having a bottle even doing doing drugs or whatever you're doing and yeah. and like it turns into this sm- snowball effect where it's that immediate gratification and that addiction that kind of just keeps on making people spiral down these exactly. holes of these bad habits basically and uh dude, it's just, it's such a tough thing. And, and I think fitness, man, fitness is a huge, huge part to, to really like meld the gap between being conscious of your decisions and really attacking like your goals at the same time. For sure. It's like, there's so many things like you just hit it on the head too. like dealing with a lot of those conditions. A lot of times for people, fitness is an outlet. And then even yeah. more specifically than fitness, like the community, the people they're in the gym with, the, the people they talk to in the gym or at those events. I feel like that, that community aspect is so much bigger than the actual workout totally. itself. Um, and that's what, like, that's what it's about. Like, it's just about creating that community that Bringing people is- up. Right. It's welcoming to people from all facts, facets of life, from all situations, whether you're trying to be the next best athlete or you just need somebody to vent to, um, you need somebody to push you through this workout. That's all it's about. It's like creating a healthy community. Seriously. Yeah. That's a, that's another thing kind of like fascinates me, uh, how it takes some people like that sort of like new year's resolution, to sort of like get the, get the gears turning. Yeah. I mean, like, like we were just talking, like uh, fitness is a great way to kind of like start, like just first step wise to start like changing your, mm-hmm. changing your life a little bit. And man, like even for myself coming up through college, I was going through some rough times and stuff. And bro, like the thing that I really focused on was just like my physical well being. Yeah. And I noticed that the more that I concentrate on my physical well being, the happier I was mentally and the more invested I was to, helping others and even just in my other relationships mm-hmm. i was just more invested telling them yeah. to come to the gym with me yo you want to just link up and talk about mm-hmm. different you know what i mean 
what do you think about uh, people waiting till New Year's? Like, what? Um, what's with that? So I think it's just that, and that also goes back into the community. People don't know where to start. Starting is the most overwhelming part of a fitness journey, Seriously. in my opinion. Um, I last year before my current job, I worked at Philadelphia Sports Club, and I was just a personal trainer. Like that was my job. So of course. I saw the New Year's rush. I see what it is. You talk to a million different clients and you know all their stories are the same. It's like they know what they need to do. They know they need to be healthy, but it's really just about getting started. So just the, you know, the the trend of, you know, starting everything on New Year's, having that being a starting point is why people do it, but they don't stick with it because one they don't have a, a good accountability system whether it's a trainer, yeah, whether it's a trainer or you know, a friend or anything like that. And then two, workouts can get stale. They might not have got, they don't, they don't know what to do. You feel me? So yeah. um, I feel like people do that just because it is the norm, but it's not sustainable because unless they're connected, like really to what their goals are, and then they have that guidance or accountability system to keep them on it, it's so much easier to stop than it is to keep going. So yeah. if there ain't anything keeping you in it, then boom it's going to be easy to Seriously. stop. But now I do want to hit on something you just said a, a quick second ago that like hits with me personally. Cause it's like, I feel like it's the most important thing I learned over this year. You just said, um, you know, you were coming up through college and you had some rough times and you were in the gym and you were just focusing on your physical and mental well being, And you understood that uh, when you were in the gym, focusing on that, you felt better. You started getting other people. And I feel like one of the most important things is being able to make the connection between I'm in the gym and I feel better. Um, so you were able to be self-aware. This is my whole retox thing that I don't know if you've ever seen me post before, but it's like being able to be emotionally intelligent enough to understand where you get positive energy from is your first step towards self-care. You knew that, okay, I feel better while I'm working out. This is a healthy habit for me. Maybe I should keep doing it. Maybe I should yeah. keep other people to it. But what I'm getting at is like, if you feel better taking a walk, if you feel better when you're reading a book, if you feel better when you're taking a nap, be able to put those two and two together that, all right, this is refreshing for me. This, this helps me restore my positive energy. This helps me guard my mind state. So now I need to emphasize that in my daily routine. For me, that year when I worked at personal training, that's when I was like burning my candlestick on two ends. Like, bro, I was a coach. A grad student, a personal trainer, and running this business. And like, I have no free time. So napping was my gym time for you. <laughs> I, and I like, people joke about it, but like, dog, like I'd be in the car in Eastern's parking lot Seriously. and take a 10 minute nap before I worked with the client. And that made all the difference. Like if I ain't take that nap, then I was not gonna be into that training session. We weren't gonna get anything out of it. But like that, that little quick car nap was my retouch that year. But like yeah. that was that was huge. Um, so I just want to hit on that. Like for anyone listening, yeah, you got to figure out what that is in your life. What's that healthy coping or, you know, retox in your life that gets your positive energy. And for me and you as well, I think fitness in that community is that. Totally, bro. Yo, so. personally, personally for me, like what you said, like that just reflection and stuff like that, what really got me to like realize that me going to the gym and taking that extra time to focus mm -hmm. on myself well-being and stuff like that where that what that really came from was just basically like 
just really like self-reflection. Like I kind of, as I was coming out of high school, man, like I kind of really didn't, uh, as I looked at myself, I didn't really like the path that I was going down really. Okay. Like, so that was with the things that I was doing outside of school, uh, the energy that I was putting into the things that actually, that I actually was passionate about, but I didn't because of, uh, like peer opinions mm-hmm. and uh, like social awkward, I guess, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to put it, but nah, like, I feel just really looking at myself and reflecting on the things that I'm doing, the habits that I have formed so far in life and taking college as that next step. Like, all right, what habits do I really want to form these next four years and where do yeah. I really want to go? And a lot of that emotional intelligence just starts with reflection, like seeing the things like that you're doing that aren't providing that happiness yeah. or that, that growth forward. And then reflecting on what I could be doing differently to get the results that I really wanted. Thanks. And part of that, and part of that was, was honestly stop drinking was mm-hmm. one for one for me really focus on my fitness and, and like my psychology. And after, after I was coming out of high school, uh, my, my brother just passed away as I was coming out of high school. So like, that was really tough for me growing up and, and coming into college, even in the midst of all the transition process anyway. So really just taking that extra time. Like sometimes I was in the gym freshman, sophomore year for two and a half hours because mm. I knew if I was anywhere else, yeah. like, dude, I was going to go down those bad habits of me doing something else, man. Yeah. And uh, just removing myself from that situation was like a huge factor. And G- it all started with that reflection, man. Mm-hmm. The really? gym was your meditation and it did. You're right. And like, I want to take this opportunity to speak to guys specifically. Cause I just feel like, well, one it's natural. Cause obviously I am a guy and you're a guy, but like no one tells us to do that. You feel yeah. me? Like it, it's not the cool thing to do. Like, especially talking to other dudes about it too. Like you're not, yeah, they don't, they don't promote self-care especially in men it's just not the norm like we're taught to go we're taught to suppress feelings we're taught to take care of yourself to provide um that's just who we're supposed to be what society is made but like dog you got to like you have to look within um in order to keep yourself straight it's the most powerful thing when like when you can take that um, like that time and you have that emotional intelligence to really look within yourself and like what am i about what do i want to be about and then what am I going to do to get there? You know what I yeah. mean? And that's like, that's a whole nother thing about like this whole growth mindset that I've been talking about. And I've been trying to get other people on board with having you on. I had my mm. friend Oliver on a few days ago. And uh, it's really just like this whole idea about like leveling up in life physically, yeah. mentally, intellectually. And dude, even, even spiritually for me, like that, this is becoming like a big part of it for me being around guys like the, you going to Eastern mm-hmm it's been a bigger question in my life. Uh, personally for you, like what do you do in these areas of life to really like level up? Um, I think exactly what you're doing right now. Um, most, well, I'll start with this. Um, you got to talk about your goals to people freely. Once you have identified those, talk to people about what you want to do. Like for me, one of my big goals this year is to become a public speaker. I'm not 100% sure on the topic yet. It's probably going to be emotional intelligence. So little do you know, this is helping my personal goal. Um, But like 
talk to people freely about it because one it's going to help you become more confident in what you want to do and then you have no idea if that person you're talking to is a resource to help you get there um, most of my business friends or at least the ones i work with the most now have been from simple conversation like working in the gym like one of my closest business friends now um, his name's lionel brody he helps me out with east bay and um very deep into Villanova and also has his own athletic club in the area as well. But like I met him just from talking in the gym and we're just talking and I happen to, you know, mention ACE grind, talk about what I'm doing. He mentions what he's doing. I show some videos from my page. Boom. He's helped me more than he probably even knows since then. But it's like that connection just built from a simple conversation. Um, and that's how now he's in my professional circle. That brings me to the next part is like, you got to figure out who your friends are and then your professional circle might be a little different than that. You need to have a professional circle um, just because you need people that will understand the way you think and having that growth mindset isn't common. It's good to get people, right. It's just not like, it's great to empower more people to, you know, join it, but not everyone has it. Not everyone is going to think the way you do. And more importantly, not everyone is going to see the vision in your head. Like, regardless of whether someone else thinks it's going to work out or not, you see it. Um, so you okay. see how it's supposed to work out. So once you understand that, like you want to surround yourself with more people that at least have the capability to, help. you know, think exactly. Yeah, help think whether it's knowledge. Yeah. Like you get good energy from that. You're going to get more ideas from that. So like, I've just been trying to grow my professional circle and just have people that I can call and whether they have anything to do with my idea, I know I can run it by them and we'll get something good out of that conversation. Um, that's yeah. been very beneficial for me over the last year. So seriously, same thing for me. Like, like I'm like, I'm, pro I'm probably quite a few steps behind you. You've been doing this whole, you've been, branding, you've been branding this, you've been branding Ace Grind for the past three years. And bro, you've like, you built it from scratch basically. And like now, like three years later, I, I, I mean, personally, I see it's like now it's starting to really become mm -hmm. something, you know what I mean? Like, for sure. And, and dude, it's something that I tremendously look up to and something I'm trying to do myself right here. And I like, see. that's dude, that's exactly what you said. Like having people on the phone, like where you can call, even if it has nothing to do with you, what you're trying to do, Yeah. but they kind of have that mindset of, of growth and creating and, yeah. and building. But at the same time, more than welcome to share their knowledge with you right like you can't talk to everyone about everything no, no you can't yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta pick the uh you gotta pick the right teachers for what you're trying mm -hmm. to learn about you can't mm -hmm. be like listen even starting this like i've i've kind of I'm, i've kind of just started like branching out to guys like you mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm starting to acquire some mentorship team a little bit on the side so uh just like surrounding myself with people that could have the right answers for me yeah instead of going to like let's say when i was first starting i ran the idea by my mom right yeah and and my mom sometimes coming from in a completely emotional standpoint like <laughs> like oh what if you what if you say the wrong thing online or something yeah. like it could root like sometimes it's not about that sometimes it is about taking risks like that oh yeah that like, was... just like uh just like kids going to play football in college like you might get hurt Bro. exactly not going to the NBA draft this year to do another year in college. Like, yeah. bro, there's risk in everything. And that's, that's what I forgot to say. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause like, bro, if there's one piece of advice that I could just give you for growing a business is just 
you got to fail. You got to be more happy to fail than like, bro, if I could tell you how many things didn't work out in the year of 2018, 2019. No, I'm sorry, 2017. Yeah, I guess mainly 2018, 2019. Um, Yeah, that whole year was failure. (laughs) But like, you know how much I learned that year about myself, about things that'll work? Like, dog, I tried to do, I tried to do a whole men's league like I tried to start yeah, I saw, I saw a men's league from scratch. Yeah. yeah, like, bro, I tried so many different things. And I say failure, but failure is not even the word. Like, it just helped me learn and understand that until you try them ideas, if you're waiting and sitting around thinking like, nah, you don't have enough experience to do this yet. Or like, I might say the wrong thing on a podcast. Like, you know, who am I to yeah. be starting a, a men's league? Like, you're never going to do it. Like, but if you yeah. do it and you fail yeah. at it, now you know how to do it better. So that was a huge turning point in that year for me. That men's league was the biggest go out of my, like the biggest risk I've taken with Ace Grind. And like what happened was like, I didn't get enough people to do an actual league, but it turned just into like uh, organized open gym type of thing. So it was yes. still successful, but like that gave me confidence to like, try like, all right, well, yeah. Go. And then that next year, everything I tried worked out. Um, and it was just because I knew how to go about it from the failures from that previous year. Yeah. And it's like, dog, don't wait on it. Just learn as you're going. Like, we're too young. You feel yeah. me? Like, Yeah, bro. That's, a, that's like we were talking about before, just like the whole uh, feeling of starting and stuff like that. Like, a lot of – so many people are thinkers, and they have these great ideas and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But they kind of go over the weight side because, one, they might be not confident in it. Right. Two, they really don't know what they're even doing to start. Mm-hmm. And yep. sometimes to start, that is really just doing, man. Oh, and my even, goodness. Even starting this, man, the, like the podcast, how it really started, it was, uh, I don't know, you know, Jay Crawford just graduated I think so. on the baseball yeah. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, we had this idea watching Joe Rogan and we started, yeah. <laughs> we started in the dorm room six months ago and he ended up bailing out or whatever. I don't really know what's going on his end. But after that, like, just that first step of just, dude, let's just set up a camera and start talking and mm. we'll figure it out from there. And like, you'll get better from they there. They say, yeah, exactly. They say sometimes they say success sometimes is like uh, the devil's advocate because nobody learns from success. Everybody yeah. learns the, the real progress is really in failure and learning from your mistakes. And sometimes, 100%. and sometimes it's not even trying to learn from other people's mistakes because making those mistakes yourself yeah. is the most powerful thing, man. You got to do it. Yeah. And dude, like this past six, six, eight months that I've been trying to start this up, trying different things, bro, even like seeing what doesn't work and laughing at myself, it's, <laughs> bro. it's it makes me grow, man. And I love it. And <laughs> if I could look back to my personal training sessions, like when I just graduated to now, it's almost embarrassing to look at. You feel me? Like, <laughs> Yo, I'm just, same here, man. bro, like you, you learn through the process. Like I know so many different like things that you just can't, you can't learn from the classroom or you can't learn from studying other people. You only learn it from hands-on. Uh, like public speaking. Person. Right. You can't learn public speaking in a classroom. You can't learn it without doing it. <laughs> you just got it. Yeah. Just, even yeah. if you have no knowledge at all, sometimes yeah. it just takes getting up there and doing just, it, man. Seriously. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of people out there, all it takes, it's, it, it's not about your confidence level. It's not about this, not about anything else. Sometimes it's about just mustering up the courage 
and mm-hmm. saying fuck it realistically <laughs> fuck it like what do Facts. i have what do i have to lose man yeah nothing you like, got right nothing now, to yeah, lose exactly yeah. right now for you for me like personally for me i don't really have that much money in the bank yeah so if i'm going to invest anything i'm going to invest my time and myself bro. and that's exactly what you've done over the years man and that's bro i want to talk on that cuz like that same attitude when my first ever Ace Grind event was a couple of weeks after I graduated back in Maryland, where I'm from. I just hopped on Instagram. I was like, yo, I'm doing a free workout at my high school, Arundel, come out. Um, and luckily, I was blessed and still am blessed to have, you know, my cousin, his name on Instagram, shout him out to his free Alexander Media. Uh, but my cousin is like extremely talented in videography and creating and just an extremely artist, artistic guy. Um, so I just had him come out and record this workout. It was free to my friends or anybody that would come around. And like, we just worked out, bro. I'm not proud of the programming in that workout or like how I organized it. Like it was trash if I look back on it, but the oh, way it was, there. yeah, people were out there and the way he captured it um, made the message so much more impactful than what I did in the training. So the moral of that story is almost like fake it till you make it and be confident in how you present it. Like the workout that we did that day was trash. Like, I mean, it got people sweating. I'm just not very proud of it, but the way we, you know, displayed it, presented it and that image that we tried to put out through Ace Grind has been consistent from the start because it was just high quality videos, me investing into the business, me spending my own personal money, working with my yeah. own personal friends and family just to like keep that consistent. And regardless if I was making any bread off of it or not, it was like, I, I was faking it till I make it. I'm still faking it till I make it. Cause I ain't made it yet. You feel me? Exactly. But, exactly. Bro, I got nothing to lose. Yo, all we are, we're just nobody's trying to become somebody's, you know what I mean? Facts. That's what I, my, my boy Oliver said that on the last podcast. And that's yeah. really, that's really what it boils down to. It's like, like right now, I like I'm growing up in the world, and I'm okay with growing yeah. up in the world. I still got a lot to learn, but dude, someday, like I want to be somebody. Seriously, I want to be somebody. I want to have an impact in somebody else, uh, somebody uh, in other people's lives. And that same grow. same goes for you, yeah. bro. You're uh, you're online. You were just saying that you weren't proud of your workouts, bro. You should yeah. be proud of these online workouts. That was tough <laughs> as tough as hell the other day. Not why. It was tough, man. Yo. Hey man, I I love the online crew, the online workouts. It's been it's been really fun. Um, yeah. And like I said, I, I've grown a lot over just the training, over it's these training years. Yeah, like from learning different ways on how to you know control a class. Virtual is a whole different story. Understanding what to program that'll make sense in a quick thirty minute you know routine. How to get the most out of it, and that just all came with practice. Seriously. That's an area I want to get into more is more education and like helping people do the same thing, at least from my personal experiences. So like, I love any chance I get to help, you know, a new trainer or anybody interested in the field, learn something. Cause like, yeah, you don't learn it without talking to other people and trying it out. Yeah. So, so what other, what other services do you, uh, do you guys provide over at Grand? Sure. So, um, like I said, this year has mainly, obviously everything has taken a quick turn with the pandemic we're in. Yes. But, um, yeah. Yeah. This year, I'd say wellness coordinating service is what I provide most and what I'm really aiming to get towards. What I mean by that is I host a lot of wellness events. Um, and if you checked out my social media or the website, one of the biggest things I did in 2019 
was the community fit challenge. That was, um, you came to the second yeah. one, you helped me on the second one, but the first one, um, that was the biggest thing I did. That was April, 2019. And then we did the second one in September, 2019. So you saw what that was about. It's bringing people together. Dude, that was awesome. Challenge. Man. That's one of my most fun events. I feel like, and it was so cool to have y'all there helping. Dude, I gotta that. say, I've, I've been to like a bunch of, uh, like workout not really workout classes yeah. but like workout events and boot camps and stuff like that dude like just the community atmosphere that mm -hmm. you built like during those community events and uh through the community that you've built online and stuff like the the people that i've never met yeah coming through with like your clients and stuff mm -hmm. like that dude the community that you've built over the years honestly i think it's incredible because a lot of these boot camps are just trying to sell you on this whole uh yeah like 30 days to to, to healthy living yeah. or six pack in six weeks or and bro that's that's why i've gotten out or away from you know strictly personal training or at least personal training outside of other kind of become it's it's sales like um yes yes um there's great personal trainers out there i've learned a lot especially from my previous job from a lot of great trainers and one of my mentors at that job but like it's hard when the the goal isn't genuine um, and so I almost took the goal from personal training out of it. And it was more so like, like let's just work towards something, you know, positive, something healthy, and let's make it fun. And like Habits that community, lifestyle. exactly. Like that community fit challenge is a networking opportunity. It's for you to meet yeah. these people that have no, never met you before. It's for you to work out with people you haven't met before. Like I've met, even at that event, people that I didn't know I met and have worked with since then. And that's just what it it's about it's continuing to grow that so like and i wanted to make it fun so yeah. that's also like the most important part of it is make it something that people actually feel like they got their money's worth like they enjoy being a part of so yeah um dude seriously like and and not only like the uh like the feeling that i got being there like not gonna lie like i wish i could have helped you on like the other events and stuff like that and helped you with other things because yeah. like you are somebody that inspires me, but bro, after I went to your community fit challenge, that's what kind of like kicked off. Yep. Like my whole, it. dude, I'm not even kidding. Cause I saw you out there. Like you're, you're, you're up and coming, man. You're, you're seriously up and coming. I appreciate and I, it. Honestly, bro. I think, I think you're almost there and dude, like after seeing you run the whole thing and like, dude, it was awesome, bro. And it really just inspired me, yep. man. Yeah. I got another quote yep. for you. It's, um, it's from, do you know, you know, the company Alibaba? I don't. It's like China's Amazon, basically. It's like mm. the next Amazon on the other side of the world. But basically, uh, Jack Ma, he's the founder of it. He founds it with a few other people. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, it's not about how much we achieve. It's about how much we endure and learn from our mistakes. Mm. And bro, like that's just going back yeah. to before, like you getting up there to the event that I did to get that confidence and run it to how well you did was from the first one. If it is from the first one, exactly. It's how much you endure. Like you're not yeah. proud of, you're not proud of the first thing you put out. I'm not either. The first thing I put yeah. out was atrocious. Bro. Bro. <laughs> I, I, bro, that's what it is. Like I've literally, after that, I was like, all right, now every time I do a new event, I understand I'm just going to do it the first time. Cause that's going to teach me how to do it. Right. So even growing, just to give you kind of an example of how the community fit challenge changed my mind concept. Um, the first one I learned from did it, which was great. Um, and then you were a part of the second one, which was great. You feel me? Like that one was yeah. run a lot, much, a lot better. Um, and so after that, I realized, all right, that system works. 
maybe I should put out an event in a controlled environment with a select amount of people that, you know, I know will help me see how it runs right. And then, you know, perfect it for the second time. So to build off of that, when I started the Retox Avenue, which was September as well, I think right before that Community Fit Challenge, I had the idea to do that I got from my partner from East Bay, who I mentioned before, just from talking to him. But um, it's like the brunch and the yoga and brunch and just like a, a fun social, you know, self-care Sunday yeah. type of event. So when I had that idea, I was like, all right, well, I have no idea how to do this. So... <laughs> Let's get people that I know won't judge me crazy and that, that I know will just be happy to be a part of it come out for like this test run. So we did a test run up here in September. That's in Maryland, um, right? Uh, no, that's the, that's the official one. So the oh, one okay. before that was in September right here in Maniunk at Ryan's Pub. I had, you know, people from Eastern, friends, family, all them come yeah. through. And that was like, it taught me how to run it. I lost money that time, but... <laughs> I was able to process, man. Right. Then when I took that idea to Maryland in November, that's the biggest event I've ever done. Like there were like 50 plus people there. Wow, really? My hometown, like friends that I hadn't seen in forever, but it was like, I knew how to do it now. I was confident in doing it. And like, I planned that, that event while being in Pennsylvania, working with like a helpful friend, event planner who's known for forever as well. But like, just the simple fact that like, I wasn't in Maryland to, to do it, do it yeah. I was still confident because I had, I had test run it before. But last thing I want to say on that topic, I know I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but I can't nah, go ahead, yo, don't emphasize hold back. this point. Like, I think the most important part of anything that's helped me be successful is being resourceful, um, using your friends, welcoming people into the circle that have like-minded goals or genuinely want to see the brand grow. Um, so people like you, you came to help out that at that community fit challenge and you helped me tremendously by creating that environment for the people that paid to be there. I mean, you, it helped you as well, but like, totally. oh, like I need help and I welcome help because I can't do everything. So, you know, my business friends like Ryan or free Alexander media, like he's helped me tremendously since the start. Nia is the event planner that helped me in Maryland, like Lionel Brody and then everyone in between Marquise Taylor, like all these people that are just genuinely, involved in you know wanting to see yeah i need their help so be resourceful enough to see what they're good at see how it can help you and it'll help them so it's a mutual benefit but the business will just grow and that just creates more of a genuine community so yeah i see that in business owners are people starting something up it's like you're scared to ask for help because you don't want it to turn into someone else's idea or you don't want other hands in the pot there's a way to go about it, knowing and recognizing who genuinely wants to see you grow and then use those resources because it's going to be mutually beneficial. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, honestly this next year, my whole goal is literally just to level up this 2020. Yeah. And that's, that's like the first thing that's like really my first step. Uh, just like you said, being resourceful, but right. also like attracting people that, mm-hmm like also really want to be a part of what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, bro, like I saw what you're doing and I, dude, I hopped on board instantly. Like I loved what you're doing. I think it's incredible. It's genuine. It's, it's, gen- gen- it's genuine. Yeah. yeah. You're a genuine person. You have a genuine goal. And bro, like that's all I'm really trying to do. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily trying to look for people to work for me or yeah. have, I'm, I want people to uh, see benefit and value in it mm-hmm. themselves and, and for the cause completely. 
And that's exactly what I was saying. When I was saying it's genuine, I mean, your support was genuine. Like oh. the fact that where you came from to want to help, that's a genuine support. And like along your journey, what you're going to realize is that there's going to be people that you've known your whole life that, you know, will support you. They might not support you as well, but then there's going to be someone you meet tomorrow who's going to come on and genuinely support your idea. And that person may want you to succeed a little bit more than maybe those people you've known your whole life. It's not taking anything away from them, but you got to be able to recognize like, it doesn't matter how long you've known someone, if they're genuinely supporting you, you got to cherish that and give back exactly. to that just as much as they give into you. Cause like my circle for ACE grind now, like my inner circle is like, there's few people that I've known my whole life, but there's more people that I've just met in the last year or two years that, you know, are supporting every single thing I do. And it's like, you need to recognize that as you're growing in a business so that you can keep that genuine support, making sure you give genuine energy back to those people. Exactly. So. You know, that's honestly coming up through college and stuff like that. They always say like, uh, you kind of don't really distance, but you might like lose connection with some mm -hmm. of your old time friends. And bro, like, that's really, that's really what it's coming down to for me because I'm only going to invest my time into relationships that are genuine and people that are going to genuinely support me. And yeah. And sometimes people that I've known all my life, I just don't feel that from them. So why am I going to act genuine in that relationship as well? Facts. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, and like you said, it's distinguishing and being conscious of you yeah. too. And I think, and that's a good point. Like I think a big part of, or at least how I try to go about that is like, like I've had battles with how I want to deal with situations, how I want to like, you know, give my energy, but it's like, as long as you understand, as long as you have that emotional intelligence and you can distinguish between genuine support and someone who, you know, is like casually supporting, it's not coming from a harmful place, but like, you just know how much energy to give to what. So it's like, you're not ever putting out too much, but it's, it's not like you're being spiteful towards anyone or it's not like, nah, you weren't with me from the jump. You can't buy any Ace Grind gear. Like, nah, it's never going to be like that, but it's, it might be like, you know what, you've been buying Ace Grind gear since I, you know, was running it on my own and making it in with terrible materials and all that. Maybe I'm going to send you something for free this time because yeah. I respect how much you've supported me from, from day one. Yeah. Um, so like just being able to figure that out is a good way to see how you want to give your energy to those people, whether they're lifetime friends yeah. or new friends. Dude. And dude, I, what you said about emotional intelligence too, like in the whole field of psychology and mental illness and mental health and everything, that's like, honestly, that is the, I think the deciding and distinguishing factor oh my goodness. to actually really helping people because mm -hmm. with something so ambiguous as like your mindset or uh, how you think or view yourself or view the world, a lot of that takes is developing those tools to self-reflect yeah. and, and really think about what you're even mm -hmm. thinking about. Bro. And so yeah, you can guess. So, like I, I'm so into this topic right now just because it's so beneficial and the skill translates to every facet of life, every like, career dude, path, everything. every situation. Like all we do is deal with people, whether it's through a computer screen or in person, like from coaching to personal training to leading wellness events. Like I happen to deal with people a lot more. So I guess that's why it hits home. But like understanding things and looking at things from a different perspective, almost taking yourself outside of that situation 
gives you an advantage on achieving it's like that bird's eye view man you got to be able to yeah. have that bird's eye view yeah like i just gave a presentation to my job about the um the role emotional intelligence plays on overall health and well-being and it was basically the conversation i just had with you is being able to understand the areas of self-care you need but like more importantly like from a business standpoint it's like say I wanted to come to you today and figure out how we can, you know, collaborate so that, yeah, it benefits Ace Grind, but it benefits you as well. I have to take myself out of that, take myself out of just thinking about Ace Grind and being like, dang, what can I bring to the table to help Steve grow? You feel me? Like, how can, how can I present this conversation to him so that he knows his business is going to grow, but it's going to help my business grow as well because the end goal is a successful collaboration. So if I think about that beforehand, then, you know, I bring it to the table the right way, then we're going to achieve something. We're going to collaborate. We'll both be healthy. We'll both grow. But it's like, you got to understand, you got to look in and look into another person's head before you communicate with them about something. So exactly. I just, I love that topic just because it's Dude, so powerful. Seriously. And bro, that's the most, that's honestly what I've, as I like start this journey, basically, that's honestly been the most like, uh, powerful and kind of like fulfilling thing to me mm. as well because not a lot of people have that ability to kind of exit themselves from their situation yeah. and kind of see the the wider the wider view of everything yeah it's and, tough and dude it's fulfilling when uh when i'm starting to, to connect with uh with other people like yourself mm. and my friend oliver that i that i mentioned before and and i have a few other guests on the list but that's the most fulfilling part of it just not yeah. being able to to improve myself and, and use this as a learning process, yeah. but to also grow everybody around me and hopefully make this sort of a community yeah. sort of thing, because that's really the ultimate goal, just to really bring mm -hmm. people up. There's nothing really out there that targets like kids coming up through college, yeah, uh, trying to develop that growth mindset and even developing that emotional intelligence, like you said. Facts. And to, to even have some sort of outlet and provide people with information from you to start that process for themselves, mm -hmm. if that can have any impact at all, that would be like incredible. And that's all I really want. You know uh, what I mean? And, and you're doing it. Like you're, you're creating your own platform for growth. Like that's a, going back to another one of your questions is like, how do you, you grow? How do you, you know, create that? How do you empower others? Is like, if you want to do something and you don't have that opportunity to do it, make create the platform for it. Like you want a podcast, you make it. If I want to do a public speaking, if I want to be a public speaker, you know, you're going to hear from me. And exactly. You're going to hear from me in the next, you know, two or three weeks. Cause I'm going to try to put on a, a speaking event and whether I get a lot of people there or not, I'm going to grow from it. So yeah, like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do well with it because I'm going to learn from it. Um, but I guess the last part of that last question, I do want to talk about, I guess the most humbling part of emotion intelligence in my life just happened this last year. Um, so, and this is going to be a part of my public speech. So you get to hear it first. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so it was in November. I, when I left the personal training job and got my current job as a wellness coordinator, like I felt like I was in a much better mind state. I felt like I was balancing my time better. Um, you know, I was enjoying life a little bit more. I wasn't waking up as early, blah, blah, blah. So I think I'm taking care of myself, blah, blah, blah. Um, and everything I, I, I preached on at my job, because I had to, you know, host different events and give education on self-care was about, you know, emphasizing, you know, your retoxing your life. So 
it was a day, it was just a normal work day, maybe like a Tuesday or something like that. And I had to go from the main campus to one of the branch campuses. And at the branch campus, I had to give a presentation on, you know, managing stress, self-care. And one of the points that I harped on was sleep. Cause like I told you, like napping was a big part of that for me in that previous year. So I, I just gave my example about how like, you know, taking those car naps and finding that time to rest and relax in your day is very important. And that could be different for everyone. Mm-hmm. It all went well, everything was great. Then I was driving back to main campus afterwards and on my way back to main campus, um, I feel myself a little tired, but I'm like, you know, I've been tired driving before. I'm just thinking about, I can't wait to get back to work. I'm about to get some food and chill and then I'm gonna be off in a little bit. Um, so I make it all the way back to campus and like there's a winding back road that goes up to the parking lot and I fell asleep at the wheel on campus. Like I made it all the way back and I guess my body just relaxed. Um, so I fell asleep and I was going downhill, still sleep. I didn't wake up until my car, my brand new car that I just bought like a month ago, um, went off road, hit a ditch and then went like 10 more yards and slammed into a tree, bro. Jesus Christ. And like, in that event alone, there's so many blessings and I'm extremely thankful that I'm here today because it could have been as simple as if my car would have veered to the right, I would have went off a cliff and Lord knows how that could have ended. But um, basically I totaled my car on campus, just came back from giving a presentation on the importance of sleep in your life. Then the wellness coordinator who just got this job here, you know, a month before falls asleep at the wheel on campus. So like, that was like mind blowing for me. I'm like, how do I even explain this? And bro, it was so, (laughs) I wasn't texting. I wasn't anything. I was playing relaxing music. I've never fallen asleep at the wheel before. And I just dozed off. I was just out. And like, so I don't like, bro, that was just so humbling. Cause I'm like, even when you think you might be taking care of yourself on a level, um, sometimes you can't ignore, I guess, you know, my testimony is sometimes other factors come in to really wake you up. And that was like the biggest wake up call I've ever been through. Cause it was like, yeah, you think you're taking care of yourself, but you're not, you're not doing enough. You're not scheduling your rest time. You're not eating health. You know what I'm saying? Like there were so many different things that I just had to change and my mindset changed after that. And I'm praying that, you know, I'm doing well right now. This quarantine has been, you know, even more time to self-reflect, but like, that was just, the most humbling moment for me um, just because it's like, I'm the one who's supposed to tell you to do this. And then I that's, fall the asleep. Fine, that's the fine line being in like this kind of, this kind of inter- industry. Yeah. Like you're so invested into other people and you don't motivate oh them gosh. and inspiring other people to take their own health into, into effect. And yeah. sometimes your own self care and your own uh, physical well being goes, yeah, it goes to the wayside sometimes. Yeah. And dude, that's the fine line. Like where you gotta, you gotta, really make you mm-hmm. like yourself of importance of of yeah. of utmost importance sometimes i sometimes i say like some people tell me i'm selfish because majority of the time i kind of do think about myself first mm-hmm. but at the same time if i'm not thinking about myself first how in my right mind will be able to help you to the best of yeah. my ability if i'm not treating myself right exactly and do that like as i'm starting to uh, try to get this podcast up and running, uh, doing like other work in like the fitness industry, kind of like you're doing and just trying to like improve my career. Sometimes burning out is like mm. burning out is the hardest thing because 
you do have this growth mindset and you do have this ambition, but to factor in rest yeah. time, uh, even social time, going out and just having a good time and getting your mind yeah. off things, it it makes all the difference. Sometimes, sometimes I'll go for a few days, man. And like, I'll go four five, six days straight and just like work and work and work. And, mm. and then I'm sitting there and sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll literally sit back and I'm like, dude, what am I even doing right <laughs> now? You get, you kind of get lost in the work, right? You find that yourself all the time, yeah. all you get the lost time. in the work and yeah. having that time to kind of just go off, mm. get your mind off things, go to the beach, go hang out with a few friends, dude. That's sometimes the most yeah. important thing even for you, just taking a nap, man. Right. Bro, I've learned, I've learned, I go through little cycles just kind of as an entrepreneur, as a business guy, as a creator, like I know, um, everyone, it, it's so natural. Like you go through stretches where like, you're just unmotivated. Like, Dude, you know, yeah, today, I'm, sorry, I'm feeling that sometimes too. Sometimes. Bro, welcome it. It's okay. Like the way I get through those phases, um, I'm sure you have phases where you feel super motivated and you get a lot done too, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so the way I look at it is like when those unmotivated days come, like take a day. Like your goal is try to try to not make it be, you know, a week at a time. But like if I don't feel like doing something today, like if Just it's don't. physically possible, like – yeah, emphasize that self-care. Understand like, all right, like today just sucks, but tomorrow I'm gonna be right back at it. Um, but then when you're in those moods where like you're super creative, capitalize on yeah. it. Like go, get as much done as you can. I'm not saying this is the healthiest way to go about it either, no. but like for me, it's just real. It's like, I know like if I don't feel like doing anything today, I'm not gonna force it. Um, it's not even, it's not gonna be my best work if I do force yeah, it. Yeah, right, and Bro, right. That's, that's another huge thing that I've been realizing. Yeah. Like, Sometimes just listening to your body and mind, like sometimes you wake up, you're just not in it. That yeah. Day. And to take that, that like mental break off of it, go have a great workout, see some friends, Yeah. even have a, a drink or two, like just unwind right. a little bit. And that's the, I want to make sure the message is clear too, for the people listening, but like, you know, of course that's different when you have, you know, a nine to five job or you have a responsibility, you can't just you know, take off. Yes, you can take days off and stuff like that. But like the beauty of being a business owner is like, it's your passion. It's your life. It's who you are. You control how fast you get to your success. You control how slow you get to your success. So it's like, that's where you take advantage of that. Like you don't have to achieve all your goals in one day. Like if, if you take this day off, like it's okay, at least is what I'm saying. But like just having those skills of knowing how to deal with everyday stressors will help you when you don't have a choice to slow down or when, you know, this paper is due right now, or this week is just going to suck. Like it'll help you get through those moments, but that's the beauty of starting your own platform. You can do this whenever you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that brings me to another question I wanted to ask you. I don't know how much time you have left, but um, what really got you uh, motivated to like self-employ yourself and to invest so much time with Ace Grind that you have? Um. Like, do you, like for me personally, man, the reason I'm starting this and trying to start so many other things myself is because I don't want to spend 10, 20 years of my life investing my time into somebody else's business, honestly. 100%. Because I feel like I'm going to get 120% out of it if I invest that same amount of time into things that I'm passionate about. And just like you said, if I do that, I have the time. I have the time to, if I want to take a break, I can, if I don't necessarily yeah. i and i and i have that creative spark i can i can really go after it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so, so what yeah what a couple what, things yeah i guess a couple things um well i've known since i was a kid that i was business oriented like 
it started from selling candy at church league basketball games to cutting every yard, shoveling. Like I was always a hustler. Like I knew that. I didn't know what business I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to do a business. Um, so when I graduated and started it, I still wasn't like super motivated. I was hyped up because I had just graduated and wanted to do something. But the biggest eye-opening thing, and I'm going back to that first workout that I did and like the way we you know, captured it and displayed it. Once I saw the support that I got from that, it was like, Power. oh my gosh, maybe I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm cool. Maybe I know what I'm doing. Like, bro, I ain't know what I was doing then. Like, I did not know. But it's like, <laughs> once I saw people were listening or like I had an ability to make an impact, it was like, I got to keep this going. Like, I had so much love that I got from that one workout video. I'll send it to you after this. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely but, interested in seeing that. Yo, but I'm like, dog, I had no idea that I had the ability to make that impact. So like, that's what really got me going and then when my boy passed away it was just like you know i mean obviously you've been through similar things um your motivation is just different like you doing things it's coming from a different place it's for someone else so it's like that that's gonna be with me forever and then i guess lastly is just like it's my passion um my nine to five can help fund my passion my passion can help fund my nine to five like this is who I'm gonna be for the rest of my life. Whether I ever get to the point where I can only work for myself, or I still gotta have these other jobs, I'm gonna keep putting that time into this because my ultimate goal is if I can get to that point where I'm only working for Ace Grind, boom, I love it. You know what I'm saying? But if I never get there, I had a ton of fun through that process and I felt like I was working towards something bigger and I impacted people along the way. So it's like, there's no downside to it. Dude, that's incredible, man. I I got similar thoughts on yeah. just everywhere that I'm trying to go in life as well. And bro, like just for like the viewers out there, man, if you can give them a couple tips, uh, like coming up, graduating high school, coming okay. into college, uh, after, sure. cre- after creating uh, like this health and wellness company that you have and such a community you have, like what's the first step people can sort of take to like a happier and healthier future? Um, so I guess I'll answer that from two perspectives. Like, well, you want me to answer from like starting a company type of thing? Or um, like, you can, you can just start like coming up through high school and mm-hmm. college and really finding yourself and how to yeah. get the most happiness. And Okay. I'd say, be comfortable knowing you don't know. Be comfortable knowing that Dude. like you're you're not in control. My biggest piece of advice also going to be in my public speech whenever I get there is like <laughs> don't spend all your energy try to be in, trying to be in control. Become a become a professional at adapting. Um you can control how you respond to things. I couldn't control that car accident that I got in. I couldn't control um, you know, whatever happened, like you, you're not going to control it. Unexpected happens. I couldn't control this pandemic, but you can control how you react to those situations. And if you get like, like, I love challenge now. I love having to take, you know, think outside of the box to figure things out. Like, so basically just understanding that things aren't going to go as you plan, but you can plan with uncomfortability. Yeah. Yeah. So you can plan how you respond to those things is the biggest life tip that I can give especially coming up through, you know, high school to everything else. And then think of, 
like when you're looking at jobs and trying to figure out where you fit in and things like that, like don't try to have it figured out. Almost look at your first job or wherever you're at. Everything you do is practice. Like who knows if you're going to stay at that job the rest of your life. But what you are going to do is understand if you like that job, understand if you don't like it, um, you know, understand where you want to be. Like everything you go through is just practice. It's tuning up your resume. Nothing is that serious. Like as long as you're moving forward towards something, you're growing. Uh, so don't stress out too much about having things figured out. Um, you're going to figure things out through your growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the, what I've been thinking about from now until I'm about 30 years old, this whole time is basically just improving that like life mm-hmm. resume. You know what I mean? Whether it is jobs or creating things on my own, like everything you do is going to give you experience, man. Yeah. And that's what like people really got to start taking away from, from life. And even, even this episode, man, like Mm -hmm. go out, try things because for the next, from your twenties to thirties, man, it's like, it's just a learning process. Yeah. What you really want to do. You life expectancy is getting older and older, man. Yeah. You think what you find out at 20, 25 years old, that first job you Mm -hmm. get, you think that's what you're going to be doing the rest of your life? No, the -hmm. world is your oyster. Seriously. Right. You just have to go out and grab that oyster, man. Facts. And in the first year, I realized everything I didn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's all it's about, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, dude. It's been uh, it's been amazing having you on. Thank you so much for doing this. Hey, no problem at all. I really appreciate the opportunity, and yeah. I know we're gonna continue to work in the future. So, of course, man. Get it together. Uh, um, everybody. Uh, his info is going to be in the uh, in the bio in the description of the video. Uh, you can go to www.theacegrind.com to find more about uh, the Ace Grind Health and Wellness Company. Um, and you can go follow him. Go follow him on Instagram right now. Uh, what is it? At the Ace? The Ace Grind. The underscore Ace Grind 2. 2, right? Yeah, yeah. The underscore Ace Grind 2. But if you look up Ace Grind, it should come up. It should come up. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Go look up on Instagram, Ace Grind. Go follow my man. He's up and coming. He can teach you yes, a sir. lot in this world, man. Seriously. Hey, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. And then hopefully should be by the end of this week or potentially early next week, um, all the new merchandise should be dropping perfect, too. Perfect. And you can find that on the website. We yeah. got summer clothes, tank tops, bucket hats, yeah. leggings, everything. So. Get that new summer gear. You look fresh with the ace grind on your chest. You already know. <laughs> Hey, if you're looking to grind, go get it, right? Yeah. Grind. <laughs> hey, man, that's it. That's all I got. This was uh, the second episode of Evolving Minds Podcast. All right, man. Thank you for having me.